We are live from the hideaway. Just enough of you people. Please, <laughs> please. Right, stop. Uh, live from the hideaway, it is LeVac. And guys, of course, uh, we are uh, happy to be on the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, the Godzilla Media YouTube. And of course, because we are live at the hideaway, we are live on the hideaways facebook page as well we appreciate everybody for uh coming by hanging out saying hello make sure you comment to us uh any of the ways really really through the hideaway through techies through godzilla and uh then uh, like subscribe and make sure you get around to golfing because uh you know you, you owe it to yourself to get around to golfing it's beautiful here at the hideaway a little breezy a little, little chilly this is the perfect weather levac i tell you this, this is where you and i's larger human beings excel <laughs> this is t-shirt shorts weather this is hoodie. You, got a, you got the hoodie shorts which well, is this the is a light level. this is a light hoodie though this is like i did i did uh, break out the full hoodie the other day for something and then the sun came out and i paid for it and i paid for it bad i was i was it was frothy i was a little frothy was bigger little guys frothy. like us excel with hoodie and shorts weather because our bodies look nice and tight and boxed in <laughs> our like- beards look a little thicker our calves look a little stronger, like Johnny Drama. That's how good we look in the my, fall. Well, my calves are amazing. I've, I've, I mean, there's a lot of things I'm willing to, you know, do a little self-deprecation over. But uh, when it comes to calves, I have the best calves. <laughs> I do. I have amazing calves. I, I'm sorry. They do. Look I do. I, I mean, I don't. Even, there. Show them up I, on the I don't. I'm not ready. Okay. I don't think. Right. Like, look at. It. I show these calves off. All of a sudden, there's a there's a baby boom in nine months. <laughs> I break these calves out on this camera right here, and all of a sudden, boom. <laughs> nine months from now everybody every chick is going home jumping on the boyfriend a couple are probably on their way here already just knowing the caps are out you know <laughs> falls out caps out i don't i don't know that's if that's right. a thing or not but uh yeah that's that's uh I listen, again like i'll joke about a lot of things i've always had great caps i do like and and the fact that more people haven't you know made mention of that it's kind of offensive. It's a little offensive. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and beat around the bush. I'm a little angry at everybody. A little now. intimidation. I think it is. Yeah, it Fear. is. It is. It is. It's. It's like when you try to find something wrong with Michael Jordan or Tom Brady. It's like they've been great for so long. You just got to find a problem with them. Right. Uh, Levac calves. That's <laughs> that's the that's how it works. Like to the point where like like when I walk up the stairs sometimes like I'll hear my daughter's friends go holy crap and I'm like you damn right holy crap uh-huh. you're damn right <laughs> just remember that remember that that's what happens. It's almost as impressive. As a big old grand salami from Stan, almost as impressive. Like here's here's the the beauty of of what if you've been listening to Levac and Gaz, go back to the radio days, you go back to a couple weeks ago when we were here at the Hideaway, and I told you all that I was I was done. I was out in the Yankees. Oh, Bucks, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There, your your people are out in force all of a sudden. You Bucks right. fans. Yeah. I know. I got my Brady shirt on by back here. I'm missing your Evans jersey. So there you go. They're gonna That's go three right. no today. That's all right. And I'm a Michigan fan, so that hat makes me happy. <laughs> 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 He's wearing a Rutgers hat over there. Um, no, it, it, it's. I think it's I, one of the things that I think as I'm sitting there last night getting ready for today's show. Yankees win this this important game against the Sox five three. Stanton hits a grand slam in the in the eighth inning. It's I don't remember the exact time frame. But I think the Yankees haven't hit a grand slam in the eighth inning or later to win a game. I think, I think Jesus was playing third at that point. <laughs> it might, it might have been Couldn't Octavius Caesar. <laughs> Octavius Caesar was at short. Uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a minute since the Yankees have have had that kind of hit in that kind of success in that situation. But then I went and like looked like when you when you look at what you've got going on between the two big guys this year. How many years in a row did you and I go, listen, all I really need from these guys, 270, 280, 30-plus home runs, 100 RBI, and I'm happy. 
right now, Aaron Judge is hitting 285, leading the Yankees in batting average, by the way, 285. He has 36 homers, and he has 90 RBI. Meanwhile, his boy Stanton, 33 homers, 91 RBI, and he is hitting 275. And isn't that statement alone one of the most frustrating things about the 2021 Yankees? If you just take that backwards, right, a little bit and think, okay, Judge and Stanton are playing really well, and yet the Yankees are not dominating the AL. No. Like, that was the key right. to the whole thing. Like, right. these are good, and the roster's complete across the board. This is what the Yankees should be to be the best team in the American League. And that's what's so frustrating about it. You've got the piece you needed. And the home run by Stanton, I'm watching that with my dad and my Uncle Peter, who are huge Yankee fans. What a bomb. Oh. Like, he hit them the yawky way. And just crushed. It looked like a batting practice pitch that was thrown to him. He unleashed on that ball. And it was, and, and uh, again, the uniforms that, that the Red Sox are wearing are horrendous. Yeah. I know they're, like, for the marathon or whatever the F. I don't care. It's terrible. They're ugly. Um, do you know, like, how many, like, racist Boston guys just had to scramble when that ball went flying the yawky way? <laughs> just all of them. Just like, you know what I hate? I hate, oh, my God, baseball, right? No, like, it, it, was, it was bad. It was <laughs> Pack the cat run. Um, the first part of that Boston accent came off Australia. It did. It did. I was hoping you didn't catch it. I was hoping you didn't catch it. Well, because I'm like them. I'm not racist. Everybody sounds the same to me. Right. I just, you know, that's how I do. That's how I get down. Um, but I told you, I told you I wasn't going to let them stop. I'm back in because now the Yankees are tied for the first wild card. The Yankees are, you know, in a position right now where they do have the harder schedule remaining. Over, over Boston because Boston's got Baltimore and they've also got uh, the what is the, the Nationals. So, okay, that's that's not as, that's not that's not that's not as tough as three in Toronto and then three at home against the Rays. And yes, the Rays don't really have a lot to play for, except for the fact that they could just ruin the Yankees. They could just ruin them again. So you've got Boston's tied with you. Your Blue Jays are two games back, and the, the Mariners are three games back for the for the wild card, the second wild card. So. Hopefully the Yankees win today, seven o'clock tonight on ESPN, and then lock up a wild card faster than 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 they you know than lose it. I guess is is where I'm going. And I don't feel like a total schmuck for being back in, you know. And I I really I just it, it's it's one of those things where I can't. I knew I was going to do it just when I thought I was out. They keep pulling me back in. I'm back in with the Yankees. I'm back in. I believe in them again to at least get to the wild card. Nasty Nestor Cortez out of nowhere. He's he's playing. He's pitching great. You know, you made the big moves. You did the things you were that I've asked you to do in the past, except for the fact that it always looked like something was missing. That's something could have been clutch hitting. And if the clutch hitting is what spurs them to play with more heart, I always thought it would go the other way. You know, you had to play with more heart, which would give you clutch hitting. I guess it's the age-old argument of like, does does passing open your running, or does running open your passing? It's is it, if a couple clutch hits get things going, who knows? Who knows? It's exactly what Yankee fans wanted to start off this playoff push towards what could be a wild card berth, a home wild card game, all that stuff. It's going exactly in the right direction for this Yankee team now. Like you mentioned, still a big game tonight against the Red Sox. One more yeah. time before it Red flips Sox, over. Please, you said that wrong. <laughs> before they flip over that to sucks. take on the Blue Jays. The fascinating thing about the Blue Jays series coming up is as exciting as that Blue Jay team is, you wonder if this is a time where experience for the Yankees is going to matter. Because you got to think these young guys for Toronto are going to try to go up to the plate and have the most clutch home run ever. They want to be like Jose Bautista a few years ago in the playoffs where they have the ultimate bat flip and those Rogers Center, the Blue Jay fans, wherever they're watching. Maybe they're going to bring back Jurassic Park and have that packed again for the Blue Jays and everything else that they want to have that big moment. You wonder if those guys like 
Bijan, Bichette, and Guerrero, or whoever else takes the plate, is going to want to have that monster hit where the Yankees are going to sit back and be like, all right, we just did this against Boston. Like, we know how to do this. We've been in the playoffs before, and this is the feel for it, that that experience and that advantage plays a factor in that series coming up with the Jays. And if the Yankees continue to do what they've done the last two games against Boston, the advantage is going to be for the Bronx Bombers in those games coming up. Just to show you how streaky the Yankees have been this year, the season series, they played 19 games against Boston. Right now, Boston leaves 10-8. to eight. They, lead, they lead the Yankees 10-8. So no matter what happens tonight, Boston wins the regular season series against the Yankees. But the Yankees have won, what, the last five? And they're still – and they're, that was to get to 10-8. to eight. That was to get here. Like, it's it just such a streaky team. You asked the question forever ago when they went on that 13-game win streak, are they streaking? Are they? Are, is it too early? Is it too soon? I said that's silly. Maybe with this team, it's not. This team is so freaking streaky. Like, you, you almost want them to win just enough to get to the wild card game now, and then that game start a streak. Because I just – that's who that's who they are. I, they just – they're an extremely streaky team. And I, I don't know that there's anything that's going to stop them from being that. Severino coming back is nice. Um, the emergence of Johnny Lasagna and then he, his injuries. A lot of injuries this year, but everybody's had injuries. So it's not like you can sit here and just blame that. But I don't know. I'm just, uh, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Is it silly that I'm back in? What do you think? No, I don't think so. And I, I want to go back to Severino because I don't think we, you and I have mentioned this before about Severino that I wonder if he's a huge part of this thing. Because how many times at the hideaway, especially it feels like it on Sundays, where I keep bringing up this point of like, the Yankees needed something different. The Yankees needed a, a bat, a pitcher, or something to get the crowd behind that young upstart where he just continues to break through. Severino can be that guy where he's now become the underdog because Severino was supposed to be the next great arm for the Yankees, a Cy Young contender at one point in his career. Also, guy got sent down to the minors because he wasn't good. At, he has had a bizarre career for the Yankees where you really haven't figured out what his role is or what his future is going to be. This could be the moment where Severino comes out and has a few clutch innings. You and I have watched Severino before where the games mattered the most in his career and he got way too intense for the games. Yeah. It was overthrowing and doing all these things that almost cost the Yankees spots deeper in the playoffs. I want Severino to be good because he could be the guy that the Yankee fans, in particular the dugout, gets behind and says, look, this guy basically hasn't played in two years and he's going out when it matters the most and stepping out and get outs for us. Severino could be a huge part of this thing, especially with the emotion of how much these playoff games are going to matter for the Yankees. And I call them playoff games because that's what these are. Yeah. It hasn't changed. These are yeah. playoff games. Right? You're going to win more than you lose. Yep. You, you have to. And and that's – so, yeah, the playoffs The playoffs actually started like a week ago for the Yankees. Severino, two appearances, two innings in each. He has given up two hits. He has walked one. He has struck out six. He's given up zero runs. So two innings against Texas in that 7-1 win, two innings against Boston uh, last night in that 5-3 win over the Red Sox. And – if, if Severino is is able to contribute in the way that China Lasagna was, um, you know, who knows? Maybe he's a guy. It's what, what scares me about Severino, and you kind of brought it up. He gets geeked up in those big appearances. What scares me about him is the last game against the Blue Jays. Right now, the Yankees did not announce a starter yet. If he doesn't pitch between now and then or if he pitches tonight or tomorrow night or whatever, I don't know, whatever, however it works, where he looks like he's on full rest for that game and he, they put him out there for a couple innings, what do you get? And did you screw yourself because now you lost that that inning eater later in the game? Like that's that's the scary thing. Man, that's a great question. You really don't know. <laughs> I just someone should tell Severino, hey, I, I it's really not September. 
It's July. All right? <laughs> the calendar's all mixed up. Don't worry about it. Don't. There's these people. They no, no, no. They're not even here. This is practice. Yeah. Don't. It's a <laughs> mental thing. It feels like constantly for him. Treat him, treat him like a like a thoroughbred in Saratoga. Just blinders. blinders don't let him right see on. anything else. <laughs> Just spin him around six times. Push him out to the mound, and let him throw and be done with it. Um, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. You don't think I'm I'm out of control with this? There was a person who always reined me in when I got too far into my Yankee love, and then actually would push me back out when I, when he thought I wasn't showing enough love. Buster only. He's gonna he's gonna join us Tuesday. Hey, right. let's go. That's right. right. Buster said he's gone too long without giving me crap about the Yankees. He's gonna join us Tuesday, so uh, we'll have him on the phone with us Tuesday. But uh, we're here today at the Hideaway over at Saratoga Lake Golf Club. Um, tournament today but the big tournament that i'm actually really excited about is october 3rd sink the pink benefits the american cancer society we're going to be here for that one as well um i might even like i might even try to like wander out in the course at some point and mess Uh-oh. with people i mean yeah. it's, it's for a good cause i mean i don't know if you know this love me some boobies so <laughs> you know for breast cancer awareness month i just well i mean they're, they're they sustain life i mean what, why are you guys are being very sophomoric i see i see somebody over here laughing at me too a very sophomoric um i only like them for what they bring to the world you know is there a chance next we could just have that as our banner behind us we love boobies Gaz. i feel like that should be the tag for the entire show <laughs> i think I, regardless of october you hey listen you only support boobies like one month out of the year we're like bras over here like we support boobies all the time boobies are great you're welcome yes thank you and you're all yeah you're all welcome <laughs> i don't remember who it was who said actually i do remember who it was who said to me which is why i can't say who said it to me but a, a woman that i'm uh I, I interact with on a regular basis said, everyone loves boobs girls love boobs guys love boobs it's my dog loves boobs i'm like wait a minute why do you never mind i walked away <laughs> I, walked, I, walked, I walked away uh good morning james tom gurk said he'll drive the cart J- gurk i will never get in anything you drive ever 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 you are the worst driver i've ever been around in my entire life even though you have a mom car um i'll get in it <laughs> you would you would be gurgling right around i don't mind you you absolutely <laughs> would we're here at the hideaway and um i do want to i do want to tell everybody too that uh Great night's sleep last night. Integrative Sleep Center, Balsa Spa, Dr. Fred Dreher. I had a great night's sleep. I had a worry-free night's sleep. It's a mouthpiece, very easy to clean. I should Actually, now that we're doing the video part, I'm going to have to bring it with me Ooh, so okay. I can show everybody because maybe then they'll stop going, yeah, but what about the mask? I don't, I don't, have, I don't have a mask. I have a, mouth, I have a mouthpiece. It uh, keeps my airway open. It's very comfortable, very easy to use. It took me like a week, maybe two to get used to it the first time. Now I can't sleep without it. Uh, I know there's there's some troubling news when it comes to the CPAP devices. If that's got you afraid to go talk to a sleep doctor, or maybe you have apnea, maybe you just want to ask some questions, 518-885-6185, 518-885-6185. Ask Dr. ask Lorianne, ask everybody over at the Integrative Sleep Center. If if they, This is what I love about them the most. If they feel as though their mouthpiece is not the best option for you, they'll tell you where to go to get the best option. It, it is for me, and it is for everybody I've sent in there. I get the, my favorite. First conversation, does it really work? Yeah, 518-885-625. Second conversation, I started using it. It's not too bad. Third conversation, dude, sleep great. I should sleep in my bed again. Wife doesn't kick me out of bed anymore. I'm not on the couch anymore, whatever. So, uh, so get it done. 518-885-6185, the Integrative Sleep Center, Dr. Fred Trier in balsa spa help yeah. me sleep better help you sleep better too yeah levac and the thing is tell your friends tell your family members about it that's the thing is like this conversation of like hey man you're not sleeping well levac and gaza were talking about the integrative sleep center in balsa spa have you heard of him you should check him out i have a buddy and i'll call him out right now like do it do he, it you he won't. refuses to listen to me when it comes to this oh, stuff he is so the easy. worst sleeper since he was a teenager 
and he's got the CPAP. And I'm like, Integrative Sleep Center. And I'm yeah. taking a ride with him in yeah. Rochester. Guess what I'm going to be in his ear about the whole time? The Integrative Sleep Center. Boston Spa. It, there Call it is. Him. Get it done. Get it done. Um, all right. I was. I've heard about people getting surgery too for it. I'm like, Ugh, no thanks. Like people are getting devices put like in and it. Come out, please. It's hard growth. Um. All right. College football yesterday. Rutgers put a little scare into into a into blue man, blue maze. What a great game, huh? Back and forth. Harbaugh was biting his nails a little bit, realizing, oh wait, wait, Rutgers is good now. Like they might be a bowl team this season. Okay. I see what Rutgers can do, but Michigan football continues to be one of the most exciting storylines of the college football season because Michigan is winning. The Big Ten is getting really interesting of who actually is the best team out there. I loved it. I think Rutgers getting better is great for, I don't call them New York football because it's New Jersey, but Northeast football. When Rutgers is good, it's good for everybody because it's more competitive. And with Michigan football being competitive, it's going to line up for great games later on the season including Penn State and Ohio State. So from a Northeast perspective, I thought it was a great game for what's going to happen for both of those programs in Big Ten football going forward. What's the, what's the ceiling for Rutgers? Because I know like in Shiano part one, before he left for Tampa and, and everything else, they were, I, I want to say contender. They were definitely a bowl team. They weren't like a contender for, for like a conference or anything. Could they sneak in? I mean, you're seeing Ohio State show a little bit of weakness. This year, just a little bit. Michigan still isn't Michigan yet. Penn State looks very good, but even, you know, they don't look dominant. There isn't like a dominant team. It's probably still Ohio State, but there isn't like, you know, Wisconsin gets run by Notre Dame. Could Rutgers work all the way back in and, and actually be a force in the Big Ten? Here's what Rutgers should hope for this season. They should hope for six wins and they get a bowl bit to some northeast, north, uh, like a like a military bowl, a Fenway Park bowl, a pinstripe bowl, one of those bowl games. Rematch with Q's? Maybe. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like if they get a rematch of Syracuse in one of those Fenway or pinstripe bowl games, which I want to get to in a second uh, about what Syracuse's expectations are too, that that's a good goal. Okay, you get to go to a bowl game year one with Shiano. I count this as year one, really, because if it's an extended schedule yeah. and everything else. And then you build off of that. Like if you go from six and six to seven and five to eight and four, you get yeah, more of those New Jersey. Yeah, but what's, what's like, I don't expect them to be a power in the Big Ten this year, but like, Five years from now, could they be a power or is it is it going to be the State University in New Jersey? And no, I think they could be a team that is in the mix. Yes, it's all about how much of Seattle can actually bring those recruits to not leave the state. Like, here's a great example, right? Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers went to Michigan, but yep. he's a New Jersey guy. Right. So if Shiano can find a way to keep those really good New Jersey prospects in the state of New Jersey, then yes. The tough part is his Shiano's reputation made it so he can't recruit these Gen Zers. Like, if you're an 18-year-old <laughs> kid, do you want to play for somebody who throws the ball 50 times a game and has fun and, like, has these personalities, or do you want to play with a hard-ass that's Greg Shiano? That's going to be the difficult part for Rutgers to figure out. they got to get some young, flashy coordinator who's the one who goes in the living room and plays Xbox Five and everything else with somebody. I feel like there's I feel like there's a group. Like, if I'm a defensive guy, if I'm running back from over, like, almost like Wisconsin. Like I think Shiano could could go toe to toe with the Wisconsin of the world and recruit. And hell, look at I mean, look at Michigan this year. They're they're they run they're a running team. Like I think if if that's what, I don't think you can out recruit Ohio State based on that. Probably not even Penn State if Franklin stays. But like, if I'm a hard nosed player, I'm looking at the same things. It's the same thing. Yeah. It, especially if if Michigan keeps running the ball the way they are. And you mentioned Wisconsin right there. Notre Dame. Whoa. 
went into Chicago, smacked around Wisconsin. Wisconsin's quarterback can't throw. Graham Mertz isn't very good. Two pick sixes to end the game. They went over on that game. Thanks a lot. Two pick sixes to get the over. But Notre Dame's good. And then I got to bring up my orange, Levac. I got to bring oh, up yeah? Syracuse because Syracuse goes out on a Friday night. <laughs> if legally we could have wagered on the orange, I know uh, a, a few people enjoyed Syracuse's that bet. There's something about Friday nights in central New York. Yeah. That's where the Clemson upset happened a few seasons ago. Well, West Virginia upset when they're in the top 20 happened. Malik Willis and Liberty undefeated go down to the orange. And now here's the expectations for Syracuse, similar to Rutgers. If you know what? I'm going to do this right now. Do it. We have the first Godzilla Media bus trip coming up in October. We're going to the UAlbany pink game coming up. We got Is it done? Is it happening? More information is coming out the first week of October. So it's more than See, likely this happening. This is what I yes. don't like about this setup. What do you mean? I don't what? like this setup. What do you mean? Because in the olden days, I knew everything. <laughs> so when you would try to do something like that, I would just tell everybody. Blow it up. Where like now that it's Godzilla, Godzilla, the one thing I will give you credit for, the one thing you've learned is if I just don't tell Levac, he can't ruin it. <laughs> Because I want to tell everybody right now. Like, All right, so I'm just going to make things up. Bus trip. We're going to the U Albany Syracuse. What What are we doing? No, U Albany Pink Game. U Albany Pink Game at Casey's. How's <laughs> that a bus trip? According to Johnstone Supply and Troy, it is. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> so wait, we're going to meet somewhere, throw back some beverages, get on a bus. You have to work. What? Uh, don't you have to work that game? You can. You're more than welcome to hop on the bus, though. Imagine they get like dropped off on the bus and there's yeah, one like on the field like Dabo Sweeney. I don't like this plan at all. This sucks. This well, is a terrible plan. I got a better plan for you then. We will do this, and I will the first. You. Hold on, you're going to do the first Godzilla media bus trip, and I'm not going to be on it? You could be on it. How can I be on it? i got to work. You just put it out. Dabo Sweeney, run onto the field. They have the music playing. You can run on there down like a... I don't like run a... anywhere. I run my mouth. <laughs> All right, I will give you, I'll give you a better solution then. If Syracuse football can get to six wins or seven wins, doesn't matter. They're bowl eligible. I feel like you and I should do a Godzilla media bus trip to, if they play at Yankee Stadium for the pinstripe bowl, or Fenway Park if they played Fenway for the Boston, yeah. whatever they're going to call it. Yeah, and let's do one of the things Fenway. I can actually yes. do. I don't so want to go to Fenway, though. So there you go. That's what you root for. I really if don't Sy- want to go to Fenway. If Syracuse can get to six wins, oh. we will go to a bowl game because you've gone to a couple games. You've done to a pinstripe bowl before. I've yeah. gone to a pinstripe bowl before. I've been to a couple of them. Yeah, so there, there we go. There's our goals. If Syracuse can get to one of those games, we can make a bus trip happen for Gonzalo oh. Media. Although right now... Um, I'm in this mood for the next four to five weeks that I'm convinced Syracuse is going to go to the Orange Bowl, and I'll believe that until <laughs> it's uh, yeah. not true because the ACC is a mess. Yeah. Clemson got beat. North Uh-oh. Carolina got beat. Uh, Syracuse continues to win. It's a mess. The ACC is Virginia Tech's yeah. in the mix somewhere. Like Syracuse is in the mix now for the ACC because it is such a complete cluster. You know what? <laughs> and because of that, and this is another part I love about this, Syracuse is in the mix for a bowl game. Potentially on the Northeast, and we could have a bus trip for it. The ACC is a mess. And Robert Griffin III, I don't know if you saw this, went to Twitter yesterday and had his top five Heisman trophy list, top five players on his Heisman list right now. He can do that because they can't take his vote away because he won the Heisman. He right, has it for his right. life. Number five, Syracuse running back Sean Tucker. So there is a lot of hype going on in central New York after that victory for Liberty where it jumped from, okay, can they actually win to, oh, my God, they might win the ACC. Oh my God! Do they have a Heisman Trophy running back? It, it's just to about you, one week. Just, just to show you how bad the ACC is, though. Like everyone I know who has a tie to the ACC has recently told me why their school is going to win the ACC. <laughs> like you, and then my my assistant Lindsay, who's who who goes to Virginia Tech. Oh, Tech's going to win this, and we're going to. I'm like, you? No, you're not. You're not. Because uh, don't I? Doesn't everybody just feel like it's at some point Clemson's going to get it together? 
and just start steamrolling again. Like, Uyunglele oh, is not going to play bad the entire year. He's just not. I, I don't think so. And if he does, he's not going to be the quarterback. When they're gonna, Some other rando is going to come up and start playing great for him. Like, they've been the power there for so long. I have trouble believing Dabo's going to let it slide. The talent across the board is still so good for Clemson. they got to get a running back, too. Like, Will Shipley was his five-star can't-miss running back prospect, and everyone compared him to Christian McCaffrey and kind of can figure out why without me telling you why people thought he was the next Christian McCaffrey. White running back? Yes. <laughs> so they got a, they got a few issues. Here's the other problem with uh, Ungalalele there. He – Ui Ungalalele. Ungalalele. Yeah. Ui Ungalalele. Big Cinco, right? Here's the problem with him. Big Cinco. He all of a sudden doesn't want to run. Yeah. Somebody told him maybe like he's too much of an NFL prospect, like he should stop running. He looks so gun shy in the pocket all of a sudden. That he thinks he's going to get hurt or maybe not make the NFL. He's got to run again. Get him out in the open field. He just like is not a he's not Trevor Lawrence. He's not Deshaun Watson. Be be big big Cinco, the Grande right. Cinco man. Uh, Leon Leon Wilkinson has demanded we say hi to our nephew Dave. Well, hi, Dave. Dave. Hi, hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Dave, you can be like, on the bus with us through a series. Like she Dave. she demanded it. Look at say hi to my nephew Dave. That's what she said. <laughs> you could say, please, Leanne. We're, we're people. Okay, Leanne? Yeah, you don't have to be like that. Jeez. So, so you're in for that. You're rooting, you're rooting for Syracuse now so we can get on a bus trip this December to go to one of those bowl yeah, games. I, right. I, I, I get, I'm, just, I'm still a little butthurt over the, you know, over the fact that I don't get to go to the first one. The inaugural. The Where are you going to meet? At Johnstone Supply? Yeah, we're at Johnstone. Yeah. I'm working out the details this Friday. You're giving, out, you're giving away. You just giving away on the way to the bus, or you gonna buy your way on the bus? What are we doing here? All will be figured out thanks to our good friends over at Johnstone Supply and Troy Levesque. The fall is here, and by the way, Tom did text me and said he wants his read to be more sensual. He feels like that's okay. the way to do he it. He liked that. He did. The warmer weather you is like that, Tom? going away. Yeah. Now it's getting colder in your homes Ooh. this fall. Johnstone. Good thing about that. Yeah. What is that? You can call one of those fabulous texts from Johnstone Supply to come by. Tom and Kevin. Heat it up. Oh. Hi, Tom. They're located on 6th Avenue in Troy. If you're looking to change you still your... want me to say hi to your nephew, Dave, right now, Leanne? <laughs> you're looking to upgrade your furnace or your heating system or need your air filters changed. Johnstone Supply in Troy can do that for you. How you doing? Change your Johnstone air... Johnstone Supply. Bringing the heat. Yeah, they are bringing the heat. The fall is here. Make sure your home is ready for those changes in the weather on the way. 6th Avenue in Troy. Don't forget, upcoming, our first week in October, interview with our guy, George who is the man over Johnson Supply and Troy going to be some awesome insider for the business. And then again, as LeVac is teased, now I've teased, really cool things coming up in October where you can be a part yeah. of our trip to the pink game at Casey so Stadium cool in October. 518-272-5922. Your changes. Make sure your home is ready for the fall and the winter. Johnstone yeah. Supply and Troy. Their number one more time. 518-272-5922. Can you handle the heat? From Johnstone Supply. <laughs> Can somebody call that number and just do that uh, voice the whole time on the phone? Would you actually <laughs> breathe heavy into it? Uh, I need some heat. I was just, it's very cold here. Can you come heat me up? Johnstone Supply. Hi. I need a ruling from you. Um, if I if I do, if it, it's, all right time that, that commercial is over um <laughs> <laughs> and break if uh if if i were to say the only thing falling faster than the temperatures are panties is that too far <laughs> that too, is that too far, far? i'll okay. take that up all with right. tom and george see if, that's, right. okay. See if that's okay <laughs> that's that's all right that's because uh, we'll, we'll we'll go we'll, we'll stay away from from that if they don't if they don't like it but it's true um johnson's <laughs> fly good dudes good dudes for sure we appreciate their help as as always uh all right Corey, Corey's got questions. Okay. 
goes, hi, guys. It's opposite. What's happening at Clemson and USC? Everyone predicted them as two possible in the playoff. Arkansas and Michigan possibly good? Well, good, yes. They're good. Yeah, so a couple of things there. First, Corey, I want to let you know this. That this morning I woke up Hi guys! and had a mouthful of salty Corey and Greenwich syrup. Mmm, so tasty on my pancakes this morning. That's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Michigan. Did you have his nuts in your mouth? No, no nuts in my mouth. We're here Just... on the patio at the hideaway. <laughs> Just syrup. Just I'm... below the huge deck. I Does that mean like we're getting teabagged by the hideaway? I... <laughs> Does that, is that what that I means? Not. I love Arkansas football. Them hogs, baby. Have you seen? If you, have, you just talk about syrup in your mouth and then them hogs. <laughs> if you haven't had a chance, check out the college game day piece on their coach Sam Pittman. Thirty years, he was an offensive line coach. Finally, he gets his opportunity to be the head coach for Arkansas, and he's a madman. He might be the next coach. Oh, and you and I love Coach O. He's out there screaming stuff out like, "Yes, sir! <laughs> Turn on that damn new box!" <laughs> it's unbelievable. So the Hogs go out there in Jerry's world and beat Texas A&M. Here's the real scenario that could break down here, Corey. This is true. You and I both think Old Miss is going to hang with Alabama as of right now. We'll see if the line changes and what it looks like when it comes out later today. But Corral's a good enough quarterback for Old Miss so they can contend with Alabama. Arkansas gets Georgia. If Georgia. Old Miss, if Old Miss wins. And Arkansas wins. Arkansas is going to be the number one team in the country this time next week. That's what's what? on the way. And potential wins. Georgia's number two. Alabama's one. And if Arkansas goes out and beats Texas A&M and Georgia in back-to-back weeks, Coach Sam Pittman and them hoes. Damn hoes. <laughs> the hacksaw Jim Duggan of college football. Ho! <laughs> Beating people with a two by four is going to be the number one team in the country. I'm there not you go, Corey. To that. Yeah. Like, I think there's not, there's just not enough two by fours in pro sports anymore. <laughs> there just isn't. I mean, if True. we're being real, there needs to be more two Somebody by fours. Somebody needs in pro that sports. stick to come back, and he's the right. guy for it. I mean, what, what, I mean, what, what, you know. It's a it's a tried and true proven thing. It's a it's one of the best props in all sports, a two by four. And then you go next level, you put an American flag on that bad boy and start screaming ho. Oh yeah. I mean, on that you box. <laughs> Them a woman from Arkansas. Come pick me. Them hogs. Uh girl Cindy says she loves us. We love you too, Cindy. We appreciate you. Make sure you uh, comment and everything. Um, as it is a, a football Sunday here at the Hideaway, Sergio Lake Golf Club. They have another great uh, golf tournament going on today um bigger one next week very important one october 3rd sink the pink raising money and awareness fight against breast cancer uh benefiting the american cancer society we'd love if everybody you know went to uh the hideaway uh their website and all that get in this thing it's gonna be a lot of fun and it's gonna be a great time with great people for a great cause as you as you know levac gaz we love boobies uh it's a known thing it's just a known that's just that's what that was always supposed to be the tagline of the show that was all along <laughs> Like it was, it was Armin Levac, Levac and Wolf, and then Levac and Gaz. We love boobies. We love boobies. That, but they, but the corporate team said we couldn't do that. They just thought it would, it would isolate us from men. But so I, as a man, I have boobies, so it's fine. It's fine. I think the best part is that Chad came back when we were talking about boobies. <laughs> he left. We were still, we've had other conversations. This Chad, is I promise. This is Chad's fault, though. <laughs> if we're being perfectly honest, it's a hundred percent Chad's fault because last week Chad challenged me. He thought I wasn't being as funny because I was sober. So this is my last. This is my. This is my my last sober day. I go in. I go under the knife a little bit tomorrow. I get some stuff done real quick. But then I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a head bandage and I'm going out drinking right afterwards. I think that's safe. I think, I think if, it's safe. I think if I didn't address this, he honestly would have thought we talked about boobs for 20 minutes. Just he kind of chopped up the conversation. We talked about college football. I swear. Listen, hogs. Everybody. Everybody knows that if 
if I'm not talking directly about a certain topic, it is going to revert back to boobs. Uh, oh, wait, wait, Cindy just pointed out 16 year cancer survivor here. That's how we hey. met Cindy uh, was, uh, was promoting, uh, it was the Sienna pink game. Yes, it was. It was, and, uh, she's been our friend ever since. So we, uh, we, uh, we're very happy that you are your survivor and that you're sharing your message and your journey with everybody. And we, everybody come sink the pink here at the hideaway on, uh, on the third and, you know, make sure that we have more success stories just like Cindy's. Cause that's awesome. And I'm so glad that she's one of my friends. Um, realistically i really am glad that she's one of my yeah. friends and i can't even make a boob joke out of it that's the worst part that's how much i love cindy um give me a minute i'll think of a new boob joke but um <laughs> all right we are we are here at the hideaway we're here because of football so if you have any fancy football questions feel free to comment either at the uh, the hideaways facebook uh the techies facebook or even godzilla media youtube any of those places we will go ahead and uh we'll do our best to to help you out with those that's more of a guys thing um, the, the fantasy football stuff. I just, all I do is win. I just don't, I don't have to give advice all, all the time. Uh, James commented on the uh, Godzilla media YouTube, tell the boys that sports with a Z and a T, they're doing a great job. No, James, I hate them. I hate them, James. <laughs> Every Techies Tuesday, they start tearing my show apart from the back end and I can't, I can't get my job done. So sports with a zit and a turd are no good. They're no bueno with me. Okay. If you want to listen to them, fine. All right. I call it uh, Philadelphia Homer and dude, I didn't know spoke for four years. Okay. That's the name of that show to me. All right. Bryce. If, if you like Philadelphia sports, listen to Bryce. If you don't like Philadelphia sports and you just want to be angry, listen to Bryce. Right. I think it's fair. I think my favorite part about that podcast, I think why it started to get a little bit more popular now is Carson Wentz. Who, by the way, is yeah. scheduled to start today. Yeah. Both of those guys, yeah. Bryce and Taylor. Bryce is an Eagle fan. Taylor's a Colt fan. Yeah. The saga that is Carson Wentz. No, I didn't Colt. Think... He just like Colt. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't like Colt. C-U-L-T. Doesn't do with horses. He, is he the most interesting, fascinating quarterback so far September of the no, NFL it's season? It's car. Okay, car over Wentz. Okay. Actually, you know what? There's That's a – I hate that I – that's a conversation I wouldn't mind having. The most fascinating quarterback this season is it Dak's return? Is it Carr getting back to greatness? Is it Brady just refusing to admit that he's old? I don't like if you just, if you just put your fingers in here and go, nah, 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 can you just can we all forget pretend we're not old? Like, is, does that happen? Is it Wentz getting injured? Is it Tua who's now on the IR in Miami? Look like a team that could contend for the playoffs. There are so many. <laughs> I heard somebody go. Guarantee they're not going to shoot up his rib cage after what happened to Tyron Taylor. <laughs> Tyron Taylor. Tyron, Hot Rod Tyron. goes out and look good again, yeah. and and then gets hurt again Jameis winston five touchdowns week one looked terrible in week two i think Jameis will look better this week i think it'll look better this i week. hope so why why do you care i, you I, I think Jameis being good he's your ex that's like that's like cheering for your ex like that's <laughs> that's going like well i know she took my house and slept with my best friend but i hope she's doing well i'm doing great with my current situation with tom brady so <laughs> best of luck to that matthew stafford's a great so i like there's a lot of great quarterback yeah. drama and sam darnold sam darnold might be my favorite story right now just because how well he's playing. Carolina Panthers, only team in the entire NFL to not trail at all this year. They have not trailed one second of one game. And they didn't, I mean, and they weren't like world beaters, you know, on Monday night, but they they got the job done against the Texans. That's a double-digit victory over Houston without McCaffrey, and it feels as if McCaffrey, and all running backs are going to have this type of mentality. And we're going to get to Dalvin Cook a little bit later too then. These top tier running backs, teams aren't going to rush them back because of how long the seasons are now. It just it seems like that's the new theme with that additional game that the running backs are going to get more time on the sidelines than before. This is not to take a shot, Sam Darnold. That Panther coaching staff is so good. Matt Rule and Joe Brady, DJ Moore looked like I don't even a Hall of Famer in that game the other night. Chuba Hubbard's a nice player, but 
that Panther team is more about coaching or lack thereof with Adam Gase. Like, that's what I'm trying to piece together here. I think it's rule and Brady being that good, but oh my God, how bad was Adam Gase if Sam Darnold never Pretty looked bad. like this for the Pretty Jets? Yeah. Well, he's coaching high school again. Yeah. I mean, right now, the. <laughs> This is uh, I, I feel I feel terrible about this. <clears throat> like if you're a Jets fan, you almost had Matt Rule, but your your ownership insisted on hiring his assistant coaches, which means you wouldn't have got Brady, right? You had Darnold, he looks fine. You all these things, you end up getting Gase instead. Like if I was a Jets fan, I'd be I'd really hate the way this is all playing out. I'd really hate it. And now and now we find out that Zach Wilson, groin injury, playing with a groin problem, you know, as in when he got drafted by the Jets, he felt like someone kicked him in the groin. It's the, we're about to be unplugged and kicked out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us at the hideaway. We won't be welcome back. <laughs> All right. Um, no, I mean, like that whole it could all work out because I do like Robert Sala. I I think I think I'm not sold on on Wilson as a lot of people are. Yeah, I want to see him do something first. I do like Sam Darnold. That's why I always thought the the better path was if you're going to bring in good coaches, keep Darnold and just enroll forward. But Darnold's, he's in a better place with Robbie Anderson, who also used to be a Jet, by the way. But yeah, didn't, didn't do jack this week for me in fantasy. I, I had Chuba Hubbard and Robbie Anderson in one league, and I was like, all right, I'll put Robbie in my flex. Chuba would have given me 10-8. Robbie gave me 1.8. Mother effort. Oh. Mother effort. It's an interesting Sunday here in the NFL because those quarterbacks that continues this September to find out who is the most intriguing, most interesting. And I thought it would be all about quarterbacks heading into this week three. Levesque, have you heard the story about Lyle Collins for the Dallas Cowboys? I've seen the headline, but I would love if you'd enlighten me to what's going on with the monster. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, Lyle Collins is going to be suspended by the NFL because he attempted to bribe the NFL drug test collector. This feels like something out of the onion, doesn't it? Just completely made up. So Lyle Collins' lawyer is now attempting to make sure this appeal goes through, and he is actually able to play. But he served the suspension last week, scheduled to miss this Monday against the Eagles as well. He believes he has legitimate reasons for missing those seven drug tests. <laughs> yeah, they're called you did drugs. Von Miller, Von Miller tried to do this back in 2013 when he was trying to change the way in which right, the urine is being collected. Yeah, I, have, yeah, yeah. I have a very legitimate reason why I tested positive seven times. I've been doing performance enhancing drugs. Thank you. All right, I'm out of here. But I didn't know they were performance enhancing. I just thought they were Tic Tacs. I didn't know. Lyle Collins is, okay. I mean, you're going to get caught. Right. So many guys we've talked to in the NFL, NFL before, there are different ways to, uh, let's say, figure out ways in which to make this benefit you. And not, as right when we talk about Lyle Collins, a certain scent is coming to the air, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, that's you know, weird. Can't test positive for that in the NFL anymore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm suddenly hungry. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> It's legal now, right? <laughs> <laughs> that are like 14 skunks just walked by. I'm not really sure. <laughs> skunks out here. Well, Wicked big, mother ever. It's still the Monday match between the Eagles and Cowboys, despite Lyle Collins likely not on the field. The battle between the two best teams in the NFC East, like the winner yeah. is the top team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it it does give me a little bit of pause because so that like there's two there's two reasons I look at that matchup a little differently than I did before because originally I was just like this is Dallas's game. Dallas is playing at a, at a better level. Defense is coming along. Offense is is damn near unstoppable from the way it looks. But the Eagles aren't bad. 
Like the Eagles, you think about the Eagles, 32-6, they beat the Falcons. They hung tight with the Niners. They're a better team than I thought they were going to be this year. If you're able to, you know, cause some dissension in that offensive line and get to Dak, change things a little bit, find a way to bottle up Tony Pollard. You'd think I'd be talking about Zeke Elliott, but Tony Pollard's going to be bottled up. Um, you can win that game for sure. But if 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 one offensive lineman, even though he's a very good offensive lineman, he's not your best offensive one. If one offensive lineman is the difference between you beating or not beating the Eagles, you really probably wouldn't have, weren't going to beat them anyway. Total, yep, totally agree with you on that. That the running attack, of course, needs a little bit of a boost because of that back and forth you mentioned between Pollard and Zeke. But yeah, if Lyle Collins is the reason you lose to Philadelphia, someone should be his agent and call and say, like, I need a race tomorrow. I <laughs> yeah. will, I'll make that the hey, storyline. And yeah. by the way, if you pay him more, he can give a bigger bribe to the testing <laughs> guy. And he'll probably won't get suspended anymore. <laughs> How often do you think bribes actually ended like that? Like, I wouldn't have said anything, but you should have paid me more. You know, that's that'd be the great. perfect bribe is the one you never hear about, right? That'd be great. Like, yeah. Like, are you trying to bribe me? No, unless it's working. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm insulted. Like, I wonder, like, I mean, you're talking about almost unlimited funds, right? I mean, if if Collins calls Jarrah, hey, uh, Jerry, uh, Mr. Jones, if if I come up with $10 million, I can keep playing. I'll tell you what, I'll give you that money right now. People do it in a while. Yeah, there you go. Like, don't give him 20. Give him 20. Maybe go away. Tell him I'll give him five more on top of it. Um, I'll pee for you. Woo. Oh, yeah. You know what? My pee. <laughs> it's all, it's all James. <laughs> Lots of Jamo on my pee. Why is it green? <laughs> I don't know. Been that way since I was 18. <laughs> Sometimes I hang outside of a helicopter, shoot more, pee green everywhere. Turn it in, Dubai. Go home. Let's. Let's them all know that I'm in charge. Alpha male. Pew. <laughs> Pee's right through the ground. I don't know why I've enjoyed your impressions more than ever today because the end of that Jerry Jones was Byron Hunt. <laughs> well, well, maybe. I mean, there's a, there's some similarities there, I'm sure. Do you ever wonder what Byron Hunt's up to? Our pal Byron, where are you, man? I, New York Giant. I'm willing to bet that Byron Hunt is somewhere selling something like dude wipes something like he's because I mean you want to talk about a guy who sees angles that guy sees angles like like guys what we're gonna do today we're gonna sell these wipes to clean up your, your football and equipment and like all of a sudden we're like like what the hell how did that even happen and by the way here's the Maris connected how the hell did you where did he what <laughs> And Lawrence Taylor. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Where did all this come from? What you couldn't see is on the other side of this camera, LeVac was doing the wipes read, and this guy's walking around just staring right at LeVac. Like, he's intrigued. He's like, how does he know I have swamp ass? <laughs> how did he know I need a wipe? Genius. Duh. Keep those in my golf bag. Okay, so what you guys didn't know is, like, in the middle of all that, when we're talking about drug suspensions, these two dudes who are clearly golfing today came up to get their uh, on-the-turn meal. And my guys were high as a kite, high as a kite. I mean, like it, it, you could, I'm high right now just from them standing next to us. That was, whew, I'm, I'm not even mad. I'm actually impressed. Um, <laughs> remember, you can watch us live uh, Sundays mornings 
What, at least next Sunday, right? I don't many... know. We're high right now. We have no idea where we are. <laughs> where I mean, am I? Why is everything so colorful all of a sudden? Right now, you can. I mean, you probably already watching this, but there's three options today: Facebook Live on the Hotway Facebook, also the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook, as well as Godzilla Media's YouTube, and then uh, we'll be available on all of your podcasting just supply posts, wherever they come from, and in all the. What I'd like for you to do is go to each and every one of them, subscribe like click notifications and don't forget to scratch your balls uh <clears throat> sometimes they're so close <clears throat> uh, we mentioned byron hunt's former team before we actually picked the giants given all of our nfl picks big moment for the giants today yeah eli manny is going to be inducted into the ring of honor the number 10 is heading to the rafters but the, not really the rafters the ring of honor yeah. no one's gonna wear it again yeah. eli that quickly should have been. Yeah. I mean, but basically, the second that uh, Ben McAdoo took him off the field, like that should have been, all right, you're good. good. Just take it right up there. Go. Uh, I mean, who's done more for that organization? I know Phil Sims was amazing. Lawrence Taylor is probably the only guy you could really, really say did more. You know, I mean, two Super Bowl MVPs, two Super Bowl wins, you know, never the most dominant stat-wise, but when it mattered, he got it done. And the fact that you didn't have to worry about – we're talking today about the best quarterback stories in the NFL – the Giants were the most boring quarterback story for Eli's career. Hey, it's Sunday. Here comes Eli. Like, he was there each and every day. He got it done, and, and you know, he allowed you to focus on other things. I, I heard um, I heard Deal. I was listening to uh, David Deal on, on FAN or something, and I heard him say, and I heard it, Eli said it. He echoed it. Because I was always there, no one wanted to be the one to let me get hit. No one wanted to be the reason that Eli Manning didn't start the next week. And the offensive line echoed that. Like, yeah, it was it was a point of pride. Like, it was his streak, but it was our streak. We wanted to protect him because he wanted to be out there for us. We wanted to keep him out there. That's big. I'm a Raiders fan. The offensive line for the Raiders actively allowed Derek Carr to get hit because they didn't like what he said in the locker room. Dude got his back broken. This was a team that went, no, our guy's tough. Our guy's our guy, and you're not going to hit him, and we're going to make sure of it. By the way, Giants fans, if you want to watch that, if you want to win some Giants memorabilia today, that's what I call it, stuff we're giving out today at halftime, come to the hideaway, enter for your chance to win at halftime. We'll do the drawing so you can win some cool Giants stuff that we're going to be giving out at halftime of the games here at the hideaway. Yeah, Eli Manning deserves it. All the things you've said there, his career, his legacy, the consecutive game streak that he had, the Super Bowl championships, you and I could probably do this topic for an hour, but we'll just make it short and sweet. We both agree that he is going to Canton one day as a Hall of Famer. I believe he's going on the first ballot because so many media members look at Eli and how he played the game, his relationship with the media, his overall career. It is one of the most intriguing Hall of Fame resumes ever, but because of how good he was both as a teammate, how good he was as somebody off the field. I believe he's a Walter Payton Man of the Year winner as well during yep. his career. Those things matter to people when you say, is this a representation of the NFL and professional football like we want it? Yep. Eli answers yes to all those questions. So this, along with his career accolades, are going to put him in the Hall of Fame one day. 100%. Uh, i got a first fantasy football question for you, James. Uh, with everything going on with the Cowboys, is Jalen Hurts a good start for fantasy? Yes. Jalen Hurts is season so far for the first two weeks, if you've had him. That combination of rushing and passing, especially if you get those six-point touchdown rushing, which most leagues do, I think Hurts is a great play for fantasy. It'd be nicer if they had uh, Devontae Smith's been fine. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what? Actually, their skill guys have been fine this season. So, yeah, I would run Hurts on a Monday night. James, the only reason you might not want to do it is because a lot of people hate having the Monday night quarterback because it adds, adds more stress to your life. Like, you are watching every pass, yeah. the fourth quarter, like – no, no, no. I know you're up by 10, but you need to pass right now. Stressful 
a lot of times when you have the Monday quarterback, but play him. He's been good so My far. My only question is who else do you have? Yeah. Because if you're if you're asking if it's the right time to play him, then you most likely haven't been playing him, which means you have someone else you like better. Tell me who that person you like better is, and then I'll tell you whether or not you play Hurts. But I would have no problem with it. Like you said, dual threat quarterbacks are the, are the way to win fantasy football most times. There's It's a very short list of pocket passers who are going to help you compete with those dual threat quarterbacks. The list right now is what? Brady, Carr, and Stafford? Is that it? That's about it. I yeah. think that's it. So if you can get a dual threat guy, uh, you know, go for it. If you, if you And that's that's your, your guy. Um it's our boy Paulie Walnuts just said hi, and uh, he's got a, he's got a uh, in memory. If memory serves, Eli came in for the first time against Atlanta, and now his numbers retired against Atlanta. Matrix stuff. Whoa, good memory on that one. Yeah, he came in for Kurt Warner, if I'm not mistaken, in that first yeah. time he entered. Yeah, yeah, Warner. You said you're going to see that movie, right? Oh yeah, yeah. With it's a weird cast. It's a good. It's there's big names. I mean, you got uh, Zachary Levi, aka Chuck, aka Shazam playing kurt warner anna paquin is going to be the is going to be the wife academy award winner yeah which she's a very at first i was like how are you how are you going to do that but she's perfect because was it deborah warner is that her name brenda, I don't know, uh, brenda whatever yeah. there's something about her that when you first look she got you know she's like one of those she was like f it i'm going with the, i'm letting the hair go gray i'm doing the whole i don't care like whatever but you can see she's a sexy woman Randy Packman's one of those ones where you look at her first and you go, I don't know about her. And then you watch like an episode of True Blood or you go on MrSkin.com and you're like, oh, I know about her. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that works. So that works out. Uh, that works out pretty, pretty well. What was that site? Mr. Skin? Yeah. It's uh, it's it's about uh, healthcare. Oh, um, okay. Beauty, beauty products. Sure. Huh. Ryan McCarthy, the uh, preeminent indoor football nerd. Uh, Albany Empire alumni Colin Taylor will be playing Ricky Prohl. Is that true? I don't know. Ryan said it. I trust Ryan. We're going to shoot CTA text. I did not know that. I'm yeah, not maybe we'll get him on one of the future shows for that. He I'm, was just here, too. I'm not a Ricky Prohl fan. He cost the Buccaneers the Super Bowl, but he uh, dropped that ball in that NFC title game back in the 90s. Oh, hey, hey Scott. Scott, who runs uh, who owns Trendsetters. Hey, He's running the tournament today. Did you do you, what? Uh, what does Trendsetters do? Uh, barbershop. Oh, 455 Maple Ave. 455 Maple Ave? All right. Look at the beard's perfect too. That's the right way to that's right gotta go beard, see. Man. That's, I knew it. That's what's up right there. Trendsetters. Beard products? Got the beard oil? Hey. All right. I like it. Trendsetters. That they're, they're they're running the tournament today at the uh the Saratoga Lake Golf Club, the the hideaway. Um, you know, obviously Chad needs to go in there because he looks terrible, but it's <laughs> But not his head. He's not. He's, he's not a client. Not a client. Just do it on the hole. Just go to the thirteenth hole. Make him look good. Oh, I'm sorry. That was it worked out. By, by the way, other fantasy updates for you: DeAndre Hopkins active, according to Adam Schefter. T. Higgins inactive. So look for some other bank. Oh wait, are we doing the are we doing the injuries right now? Oh uh, right. yeah, why not? I just jumped the gun. The ouchie report. Okay, here we go. There we go. Joey Bosa, although he's on defense, he is active. Andy Dalton, likely to miss some additional nice time. Dalton. We said last uh, week here at the Hindaway that that Bengal-Bear game could be the future of Justin Fields, not because Dalton was going to get injured, but whatever. I looked into that and made it sound like I was smart. Yeah, so no, stay with it. Just go with it. That works on that. Biggest addition. How about this? Close to 70,000 fantasy football managers have added within the last 12 hours. Alexander Madison. The running back for the Minnesota Vikings, Dalvin Cook, more than likely not going to play today. So Madison's been the huge addition for most fantasy football rosters. Trey Sermon as well, right? And Trey Sermon, yeah. you beat me to it. Levac, he's second on players that can play. 
Sermon, 13,000 ads, according to fantasy football managers. Green Bay is like middle of the road when it comes to fantasy football, allowing points to running backs. But that Green Bay-San Francisco game, Sermon's a nice player, but I get nervous. Like the Niners and the Patriots are in that same boat of, I don't know what they're going to do week to week with our running backs. Um, Oh, and Josh Gordon, by the way, is getting picked up a bunch. Speaking about pot, Josh Gordon has been reinstated <laughs> by the NFL. Um, Evan Ingram going to play today. There you go, Giants. Yes. You can watch him not catch the ball. Um, Josh Jacobs is doubtful, but I, I don't see him on the active or inactive list at this moment. So if you use him in um, fantasy football, he's 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 become that guy who doesn't really practice. He has not practiced this year. Between turf toe, a bang to ankle, and some illness stuff, he hasn't practiced. Didn't play last week. Be interested to see if he goes out and plays for the uh, the Raiders this week. If you got an option, you don't start him though, right? Because you just don't know if you're going to get him. Yeah, I, I would. That that gets me nervous with like play like Josh Jacobs. I would stay away if I could stay active on social media to find out. But I, right now, I would stay away. If you don't need to do it, don't do it. Ryan said he told uh, that CT told him he was going to be in the movie at the NAL championship game, and then he is going to be a repeat guest. Uh, no credentials required. Not if we get him first. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so there you go. We're live on the Hideaway Facebook page, Tech East Fire Water Restoration Facebook page, as well as Godzilla Media's YouTube. And uh, as soon as we're done with all this, guys will uh, post us on uh, you know Apple, Spotify, all those things, as uh, as well as uh, we will you know be played over certain supermarket uh, PA systems. So just just so you know, that's <laughs> there's a, a million ways to uh, listen to the show, uh, just not on traditional airwaves because God hates them. Uh, all right, you uh, you want to get to picking? I do want to get to picking, but before we get there, Levesque, we've got to give love to our friends over at Mohawk Honda. Ooh. Shocking. I was driving this weekend across upstate New York, had a wedding to go to, took the pilot back, had no issues, back and forth. Baby Rex almost slept the entire way until he went, Marr! I'm sorry, yeah. the alpha of your house, Baby Rex. Okay. Smashing me with the baseball bat and the nuts the other day. <laughs> yeah, Rex, I was video. Ah, oh my God. <laughs> well, he sits in the back seat and he's got a room thanks to Mohawk Honda. <laughs> Don't forget the Kelly Blue Book offer can help you find a ride that you want. Stop at a Mohawk Honda and you'll be walking away with cash in your hand in a well, beautiful probably vehicle. Drive, probably drive away. You drive or walk. Mohawk or... is going to keep you from having to walk. Ask Greg Johnson how you want to get off the lot, either walking or maybe driving. I think you probably, probably prefer the drive probably, situation. Probably better for you. We will be broadcasting live from Mohawk on, on Friday, October 22nd. So come join us for that broadcast. It'll be a lot of fun then. So wherever you're listening across upstate New York, it is worth the drive. Head over to Glenville, New York. Say hello to our friends. In say hello to our little friends. Yeah. Walk in like that and say, where is hot sauce? Where's where hot sauce? Where's the VIP man? Show me the Handiva. Where, where's the recently married Cam McKenna? Huh? Take me to your leader. <laughs> Do those things at Mohawk Honda. I love my pilot. We've loved it, Levesque, working with the entire Mohawk family and the community over there. One of the best people you can work with, people you can trust. During the car buying experience, it's at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. By the way, Devontae Booker uh, for the Giants, inactive. Injury, team decision. Ooh, healthy scratch. Yeah, Dude. yeah. Lack of faith. Uh, in in Mr. Booker, that's what that's that's what that's all about. All right, let's go ahead and get a roll through this week's games. Do some picks. Don't forget, you can always uh, comment in with your fantasy football questions either at the Hideaways Facebook page, Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, or Godzilla Media's YouTube. We is available for you on all of those locations. Guys, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Do we have to go over the picks from last week? Because I see on the graphic the here. scores. Okay. I mean, who did? I mean, <laughs> just out of out of just you know trying to take care of things. Who? who how did you do last week? Uh, I finished six for nine last week. Nice. Six and nine. 
So yeah. six, six and nine. Yeah. Um, so your season total is 12 and 17. If math, uh, math uh, serves me. Yeah, that's correct. One and three in your locks. Yeah. Three and five on the season. Okay. All right. I'm also three and five with my locks. However, I went 11 and five last week, 11 and five, which was me at 18 and 11, far superior to you, far superior. Like not even, I mean, just like, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The course here, they really appreciate good picks. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you so much. And the Gaza's picks, you know, uh, not not nearly that as much. Not, not as good. Not as good. Thank you. They're scary, actually. Um, all right. I'm realizing, by the way, I think you actually went 11 and 4 to make it even better for you because that adds up to 15. 6 and 9 adds to 15. So you're actually better than I give you credit for. Look at that. Yeah, you made me change it, too. Here, I'll fix it right now. <laughs> I didn't I'm, change it. I'm awesome. Hold on. Let me fix no, it. No, I'm going to leave it there. So. No, I'll fix it real okay. quick. Just, just, I mean, we have the technology. Oh, might as well. Should we a louder ovation now? There you go. Let me see. Okay. Darn it. Yeah, thank you. It's not going to be louder now, too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah yours. That's yours right there. That's what you got. All right, so let's go ahead and run through this week's <laughs> games. We'll start with the 1 o'clock slate. The uh, lines that we're using are from Vegas Insider Odds, which is, does a compilation of all the big uh, casinos out in Vegas. Game number one in the 1 o'clock slate for today, you're going to get the Arizona Cardinals going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville is getting a touchdown and a half. 51 and a half is the total. And, guys, I'm riding this thing till the wheels come off. I like Jacksonville plus the points. I'm not 100% sold on Arizona right now. And I know Jacksonville sucks, but I could see them losing this game by six. I don't see them losing it by seven and a half. I'm done with my Arizona Cardinal hate. I got to stop it now. I'm preseason, I wasn't about them. All right, Arizona, you can get this one. Battle of offense between Kingsbury and Meyer. Arizona and Kyler Murray, never been a fan of him. It's too small. But boy, he's playing really well this season. <laughs> he is he is a tiny little nugget, as as they say on uh what is it? What is that? KJ. Well, it's not KJZ anymore. Uh DPH and Rothenberg. Yeah, it's just the yeah. two of them. Did you see Canties with Golic now? Yeah, weird. That is weird, but I I a lot of beef. Don't, I don't you know the Johnstone read? Why are you talking <laughs> uh, Johnstone, I mean. All right. Uh, Indy at Tennessee. Tennessee, five and a half point favorite. Do you like the Titans laying the points or do you like the Colts getting the points? Oh, goodness. Like Carson Wentz now suiting up. You would think that it would actually benefit Indy. Divisional game with their starting quarterback with five and a half points in Tennessee's offense is far better than its defense. You know what? Let's roll with the Colts here. Let's Ooh. see Indy cover against Tennessee when we go back and look at my picks I might be more off on the Titans every week than any other team now I'm gonna go with Indy in this divisional game the I think, cover I think the Titans they win this game and they just kind of walk away with the, with with the conference I think that they're just I just think they're hands down better I don't think the Colts are that good now you factor in that that Wentz can't run He's got those two sprained ankles he's playing with. And that <laughs> two sprained ankles, which means they're going to tape him up. They're going to put all these things. Mobility has been part of his game. How mobile can he be? Not mobile enough. I'll lay the five and a half points. Baltimore headed to Detroit. It's oh, a 50. And hey. What's going on, man? Uh, 50 and a half points is the total. Everything tells me to take Baltimore minus a touchdown and a half. The one thing I really like in this game is the over. I think the the Dan Campbells will fight all the way to the end, and they'll keep scoring. I really wouldn't mind taking first half Detroit. I can't I can't lay a touchdown and a half even with Detroit. Give me give me Detroit plus a touchdown and a half. I think they lose, but I don't think they lose by that much. I've taken Detroit back to back weeks to start off the season. One was that weird Niner game where it was like seven and a half and eight and a half. I lost. Then I took Detroit with I thought would be a backdoor cover against Green Bay. <laughs> you love the backdoor. Enough <laughs> enough is enough. 
Anybody <laughs> but <laughs> that was too loud of a laugh, sir. <laughs> Baltimore is still the team they're playing. I'm taking Baltimore. All right, Baltimore, no backdoor for guys today. No, no. Um, all right, uh, the New Orleans Saints at the New England Patriots. Pats are a three point favorite. Who you got? Oh man, New England drives me insane. Oh god, this team. I think they're good some weeks. Other weeks, I think they're terrible. I'm, I'm going to take New England in this one. I'm going to go with the Pats. Good pick. Good pick. That's, I, I, I agree with you on that one. I agree with you so much that actually New England minus three is one of my locks this week. Um, I just think they're the better team. I think, uh, you know, Sean Payne's going to outcoach a lot of people. Belichick's not on that list. Um, Mac Jones is going to continue to mature. They continue to put him in, in positions where he can succeed. I think they're just the better team. They'll slowly but surely grind New Orleans into the ground, and they'll win the game by more than three. And it's a Winston interception, maybe late that Belichick fools him and gets him. Yeah, I like New England too. Yep, and a lock of the week. Okay, it is one of my locks. Uh, my next, the next game is also one of my locks. KC. I think there's a little revenge going on right now. I think that you're looking at a team that is going to go out and slap the hell out of the Chargers today, laying a touchdown, and I don't care. I'll do it. I'll lay a touchdown. You think about it. We talk about how interesting all these quarterbacks are. We didn't say Patrick Mahomes. There's, that's going to change. It's going to change today. It's another team that I've struggled with early in the season, trying to figure out what the Chargers are this year. I thought the Chargers were the team that were going to go down as a lock in week one. Week two, struggling. It's a big game for them if they want to consider themselves a top team in the AFC West, especially for how good your Raiders are playing and how good the Broncos are set up for their schedule. They need this one, L.A., Taking I'm it? taking the Chargers. To taking keep it the close. Chargers. Kansas All right. City wins, though. Chargers cover. All right, I, I could see the over being a big play in that one too, which means it'll go screaming under. Um, remember that that Kansas City defense. You move Chris Jones, you know, outside. You're, you're changing the way you do things. Chris Jones, who has uh, <laughs> I heard his uh, he has the only deck larger than the Hideaways. Is that true? Yeah, <laughs> I heard that uh, Chris Jones' deck is slightly larger than the Hideaways' deck. Unlike I've never Car- seen his his. You've never his seen home. it? No, I've never seen his. Home. No, I've seen I've seen it, it. I haven't seen his home though. Unlike Carson Wentz, actually, Chris Jones could have three sprained ankles. Oh yeah, at least he tore an ACL in his. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> all right, <laughs> Bears are headed to Cleveland today. If you like Cleveland, you got to lay seven and a half points with a total of 44 and a half. This is one of my locks this week. Justin Fields, man, you got to piece it together. You were so good at times in college and you looked awful. Then this was your moment last week against Cincinnati that you're supposed to break out. You're not the quarterback the Bears fans were hoping for. Stefanski has been doing a great job in Cleveland. So you're telling me they get a rookie quarterback against Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett? Oh, boy. Uh, I'll take Cleveland as one of my locks this week. I actually like the Bears. I like the Bears plus the points. I think I think you'll see them change their game plan. Like, not so much the fact that Fields gives them a better chance to win because of what he can do on the field, which maybe that's the case. But I think Fields gives them a better chance because I think Nagy's going to going to coach a smarter game because of Fields. So I'll take the points. I'll take the Bears. Uh, last game on the one o'clock slot that is not one of our New York teams: the Cincinnati Bungles at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers laying three forty three the total. Ah, man, this is a hard one for me. I got to be honest with you. This is one I went back and forth on a bunch of times. I think I got to take. I got. I think I got to take the Steelers. I think I gotta lay the three points with Pittsburgh. Don't love it. I'm not going to be playing it, but if I did play it, I would take Pittsburgh and lay the three. If you have an early drinking game, we're probably going to do this at least me once a week at the hideaway. I'll tell you every week, divisional games within three points scare me. Every week, there's always one of those games, divisional point within three weeks. This was the ultimate pass game of the week. Every week I see that, I want to pass on these games. (laughs) 
I will take Pittsburgh just because they're better at this point. But with the wide receiver, like maybe Jamar Chase has a breakout game. Maybe it comes down to those guys. Who has a bigger game? Chase, Juju. Chase Claypool has been so bad early in the season. Somebody needs a breakout on the outside. I will go Pittsburgh as well. I think that's going to be a very boring game in the 1 o'clock window. Could have a huge effect on the AFC North, though, for the rest of the year. Into the 4 o'clock games, Miami heads to Vegas to uh, take on the Raiders. Raiders laying 3.5, total of 44.5. Who you like? Miami has been the team so far this season that high expectations, coaching staff is good. Tua got hurt, and they looked horrendous against Buffalo last week. I'm going with your Raiders. I've doubted your Raiders the first two week, two weeks, Levac. The Raiders have been good enough, and they've been a better team so far this season. This is Vegas in this game. Got a little kiss of death there from you. I appreciate that. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> um, I, I've got to take the Raiders here, laying three and a half. I took them. Um, I took them in the real world, but it's not one of my locks. The the thing that I, I look at is I hear a lot of people talk about how great a coach Flores is, how how well coached, and all these other things. Miami. I think people forget just because he's crazy that Gruden is a hell of a coach. And and when you got Gus Bradley running that defense, you're seeing a better Raiders defense than anybody expected. They've had the athletes. They've had the players. They haven't had the scheme. They have those things now. This is the game that if they win this game, and and not just by three and a half, but decidedly, like touchdown, 10-plus points, something like that, I will be unbearable. If, if the Raiders are able to win this game by double digits, 10, 11 points, I will be unbearable the rest of the year no matter what happens next. Raiders start 3-0 with this win. I will be over the moon. But Miami's a hell of a challenge. I almost could see the under being a better play in this 44-and-a-half, just uh, like a like a 17-3 final if you're, if you're really lucky and the Raiders go out there and just handle business on defense. Mad Max Crosby gets a bunch of sacks. Um, you know, just I'm just hoping no backdoor action. I know that that's that's your thing. <laughs> Speaking of your thing, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now laying a point in L.A. against the Rams. You know me. I'm riding with the with the Rams this year. I think the Rams are a Super Bowl team. I think that they have everything they need, including potentially the best quarterback in the league, at least the way he's going to play this year in Stafford. All the pressure's on. He's got to be good, or McFay is, is going to actually be on the hot seat. Give me the Rams. I'll take a point. It doesn't matter. They're just going to win outright. I'm thrilled for this game. It's going to be a lot of fun. One of my locks, the over. I still had it at 55 and a half. It might be up to 56 and a half now. Levac for some late action going on the game. I don't care. I'll get Brady and yeah. Stafford just be a slugfest and just throwing the ball. Uh, this is going to be the longest game. I told you this throughout the entire week. This game's going like three and a half to four hours long. <laughs> Nothing but passes. Give me an you over. know how long the yeah, games are. 85 passes. Brady and Stafford <laughs> are going to sling it all over the place. Uh, again, one of my plays is the over in this. I feel like I hate it. I got my Buck shirt on right now. I hate picking against my favorite team, but... These are the types of games that Tampa probably is going to lose. These big-time marquee, whether they're primetime games, this is Sean McVay and Stafford just being a little bit better. The key's up front. Can Aaron Donald beat the Tampa Bay offensive line that's turned into one of the best in football? That's the difference. Running backs as well. LA squeaks out in a great game in the fourth quarter. But you're locking the over? Locking the over. All right. Um the final four o'clock game that isn't a New York team, Seattle minus two at Minnesota, total of 54 and a half points. The difference is no Dalvin Cook. I take Seattle in this game. Alexander Madison's a nice player, but he's not Dalvin Cook. Simple and easy as that. Justin Jefferson's got to have a monster game if they think they can beat Seattle, but the Seahawks defense continues to be just good enough, and that's one of them games. Seattle's the team in this one. Seattle minus two is also my pick. The over of 54 and a half is one of my locks. I, I love this score. This is one of those ones, if either one of these teams hadn't, you know, falling on their face a little bit last week or, or whatever, or, or maybe had a better start to anything that happened last week. 
I might pick the other team. I think both teams are going to look to bounce back. Seattle's a little bit better. Lockett might be the best receiver in football right now. It's him or Cooper Cup. I mean, flip a coin. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. This thing going to be 70 points. This could be this could be a Texas Tech game from the early 2000s. This could be a lot of fun. Uh, this could be an Ole Miss football game. Ooh. Like we could have we could have a lot of points on this one. Um, all right, uh, tonight Green Bay at San Fran. San Fran laying three points. I hate to say this to a lot of Green Bay fans. I just don't know how good you are. I don't know how invested your boy Arod. Is and that's right. I called him Arod because he's annoying me that much. Um, he's more into his his commercials about insurance than he is in playing football, in my opinion. And and he just looks bored out there. He looked great second half last week. I get that, but San Fran's a monster this year. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take San Fran. I'm gonna lay three points. As a matter of fact, that is my 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 lock. I'm locking it. I'm locking it in. And I think I'm pretty much done with my lock at that point. San Francisco's just been better. San Fran's just been better than Green Bay this season. They have a more balanced attack. We mentioned Trey Sermon. Aaron Jones was a monster against the Lions in that Monday night football game. As good as Aaron Jones has been, it comes down to Aaron Rodgers versus Jimmy Garoppolo. You wonder if there's a little bit of spite for Rodgers thinking, I should be a Niner. The rumor out there is that the Niners called and Kyle Shanahan didn't deny it. Or not Kyle Shanahan. No, not Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan didn't deny the reports that they'd considered making that move. They said, yeah, we called. And they said no. And they laughed at us. So I don't know if there's any grudge. <laughs> should have been a Niner twice. Yeah, Should have right. been a Niner twice. Should have been drafted by the Niners. I mean, I love Alex Smith. Don't get me wrong. But he should have been drafted by the Niners. And then he should have been He should have been traded to the Niners. Didn't didn't happen. I'll go with San Fran, though. You go with San Fran as yeah. well. All right. So that's my final. That's my fourth and final lock. And now we, well, now we look at. Uh, no, I'm sorry. The New York team. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't know why, what's going on here. Uh, all right. So uh, one o'clock. It's the Eli Manning uh, Ring of Honor game. You've got the Falcons going to New York, minus two and a half if you like the G-Men, 47 and a half is the total. As long as you and I have to do these shows together, I don't know if this has ever happened in the history of a Sunday show for us. The New York Giants are one of my locks this Ooh. week. So, so much inconsistency at quarterback over the past few seasons. I feel the Giants with the emotion of Eli and everything else happening with how disgusting the Falcons look this year. My God, they stink. They got no running back. Matt Ryan can't throw the ball over 45 yards anymore. Kyle Pitts is, I thought he was going to be the next Tony Gonzalez. It's not the case. Falcons are really bad. The Giants, come on. New York, if you're a big blue fan, you can't lose to Atlanta. Come on. Stop it. <laughs> Just win the game. Giants lock to get it done. There's a there's an issue with Atlanta, though, because I'm with you. I think the Giants win this game. But there's, a, there's an issue with Atlanta when you when you talk about today's game. They get smoked by an Eagles team that turns out it's better than we thought they were, 32-6. They, they, they fight with Tampa for a lot of that game, end up getting blown out, but 48-25. But that score, it makes that look worse than it actually was. They could be an okay football team. I think they're an okay football I think the Giants are an okay football team. I think, I think the Falcons are an okay football team. But I think the emotion of the Eli thing, I think everything else, I think Galladay's another day closer to being healthy and in the offense. I think Saquon's another day closer to being healthy and in the offense. I'll go with you. I'll, I'll ride with you on your lock. I will take the New York football Giants. Buffalo is hosting the Washington football team today. Buffalo's laying a touchdown. It's a 45 and a half point total. Seven points too much. It's just too much for, for Tyler Heineke and, and Heineke. And that I think Washington puts up a good fight. And uh, it, I think this thing goes into the fourth quarter. Uh, Buffalo wins, but not by more than a touchdown. This Bills team, here's your test. That up front defense for the football team. Could the Bills 
actually establish some type of running attack. I know Devin Singletary had a nice play the other uh, in week two. Can he consi- continue to be consistent for Buffalo? That's a huge key in this game. I feel as if Josh Allen can just step back and throw it a little bit and maybe put up a 300-yard game. I'm going with Buffalo in this one. I feel like the Bills can cover and win and continue to get back on track after that week one loss to Pittsburgh. New York Jets, 4 o'clock kickoff as they take on the Denver Broncos in Denver. Guys, who you got? If you like the Broncos, you're laying 10 in the total, 41 and a half points. Broncos will get it done. The Jets, until they can prove to me that they actually are good, I will pick against them every single week. Now, for Denver, my lock here is the under. I've nicknamed the Broncos the Boredoms. My God, he put this in the 4 o'clock window. Here's what I'd do if I was a Jet fan. Go out and mow your lawn for the first half hour of the game. <laughs> mow the lawn. Go help out the wife. Call it at like 5.50. You're going to walk back in the house and be 3 nothing Denver. And then we watch the rest of the game. So that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a 10-point, maybe 14-point win for Denver. But the Jets, until they prove to me they're good, they're not good in Denver has no interest in scoring over 24 points a game and winning. Oh, well, that, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I got uh, I got no I got no problem with the the underlock. I just 10 points is is too much. Jets are not Listen. Jets? Tuno, baby. Tuno. Where is it? Dad joke off over here. Where is your bucking ears on your bucking hat? All right. Um Jets <laughs> Jets will will keep this game close. Ten points is too many. I, I don't think the Jets are as terrible as they look yet. I think the defense is well coached. I think Zach Wilson gets a little better every week. Um, I'm a little concerned about his groin. I'm sure he's more concerned about his groin than I am, but um, I, I'll take the 10 points. I, I, I will. I'll take the Jets with the 10 points. Not a lock or anything like that, but I'll take the 10 points. Recap on, uh, on my locks. I am going to go with uh, New England. Minus three. I'm going to go with Kansas City minus seven. San Francisco minus three. Yeah, I'm getting chalky. And then I'm taking the over of 54 and a half in Seattle, Minnesota. The two spreads for my locks this week. I'm taking the Browns in that matchup. I'm taking the Giants over the Falcons over Rams, Buccaneers, Brady and Stafford in a shootout. And I'm taking the under in the boredom game between the Denver Broncos and the New York Jets. The boredom game. All right. Oh, there it is. I mean, it's uh, it's a fun slate, though. I, I I feel I feel like we're gonna have some good football today. I feel like it's uh it's gonna be a little bit of a, a tough uh, evening for me. I'm gonna have some multiple screens going tonight because you got the Yankees and the Sox at seven. You also have that that Sunday night football game, which looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. San Fran versus Green Bay. I, I honestly think that's a game that when you look at it is going to determine if Green Bay is still a power. Second best team in the NFC determines tonight after Tampa, or maybe that's the whole maybe that's the whole storyline of the weekend. Depending on who wins Rams, Bucks, and Packers 49ers, yeah. you set the one two. We could be looking at a, at you know the second weekend of the playoffs right now, this week. It's I think I think Rams, Bucks determines who's the best team in the NFC. Niners, Green Bay probably is who's second best. Because I'm not gonna go out on a limb for many more of these teams. Like I love Carolina right now. I told you earlier they're the only team in all the NFL who has not trailed yet this year. But I'm not making I'm, I might put them top six. I'm not, they're a playoff team. I don't I don't see them as a team that's gonna go and and just you know barnstorm their way to the to the Super Bowl or anything like that. Where I could see the Rams, the Niners, even the Packers going ahead and doing that. The Buccaneers obviously are the are the you know they're the chase right now. But you know, just like all old people, there's a good chance Brady will break his hip, and that'll be that'll be that. That'll be that. That'll be the end of it. You and I are going to hang out here at the Hideaway, and watch the one o'clock. Yes. Don't forget, got some awesome prizes coming up at halftime of the Giants game today. Your chance to win those prizes. And Levac, you and I are back on Tuesday for a Techies Tuesday. Joined by our pal for the final week of the regular season in Major League Baseball, 
Buster only. Buster Bulls? By God, that's Buster Olney's music. He's back on the Vacuum Gods. Except for the fact that we don't pay for anything, so we can't use music. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla Media is busy booking bus trips when I can't go. Um, no, yeah, so it's going to be a great uh, great Techies Tuesday. But as you mentioned, get over here to the hideaway. Amazing food. What I would say arguably the best chicken sandwich out there. Um, I'm not sure what I'm allowed to eat today. I'm almost to clear liquid time, which is so much fun. Um, but then, uh, you know, hey, if I live through surgery, we'll do Tech East Tuesday. It'll be great. It'll be fine. I'll take the over. You'll take the over. <laughs> That's right. It's funny because, like, I was at um, – I watched the UFC fights last night. And um, over at uh, my quarter's house, who is my boss at Tech East and with the Albany Empire and been my friend for way too long. And he's like, don't worry about the surgery. You're fine. I'm like, I'm not worried about it. But every time you tell me not to worry about it, it gets a little, it gets a little more – a little more difficult not to worry about it. What the hell's wrong with you? Stop it. But uh, did you see earlier in the uh, in the early prelims, there's a dude, Matthew uh, Semmelsberger. He is, he is three fights in the UFC right now. Two of them have been 16 seconds or less. He's a grappler, but he's smoking dudes. He is Whoa. just smoking them. So somebody to keep an eye on as, uh, as this thing goes forward. A guy you're going to want to watch when he fights. And um, Nick Diaz looked old, tired, didn't want to be out there. Didn't did not want to be out there. Fought Robbie Lawler. Yeah. yeah, Robbie Lawler held him up for as long as he could, like as long as he could. It, it was just it was it was kind of sad. It was a good fight weekend. The UFC card was solid, and then Anthony Joshua, a huge upset in boxing, gets knocked down by the undefeated Ukrainian. Use check. What's that mean for Fury Joshua? There's like seventy thousand in Wembley. Joshua do goes down. Look at that. Look at that. I'm like Tyson Fury out here. Two handed punch. Look out. So that's a big deal in boxing. A I'm great glad, fight weekend. I'm glad we're finally on video. I love it. Actually, as soon as you started fighting, we lost we lost viewers. We lost a lot of viewers. <laughs> out, of, out of fear, and I don't blame them. <laughs> All right, Techies Tuesday, 4.30 on Tuesday. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys live, but right now, get over to the hideaway. Come on, win some great prizes. We've got a lot of Bud Light stuff. Uh, we've got uh, everything you could possibly want to win. I mean, everything, like kidney transplants. It's amazing, the stuff we were able to get together for today's prizes. Kidney transplants? <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. They, they'll show up, and by then, I'll be like, I've got kidney beans, whatever. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody have a great one. We will uh, we will talk to you on Tuesday or here at the Hideaway Saratoga Lake Golf Club. We'll be here again sun, sat, next Sunday for the uh, Sink the Pink Golf Tournament. Be here, be here for that as well. Have a great one. Good luck to all your teams. Uh, that is unless you're a Dolphins fan. Then no luck to you at all.